All right. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Off the Back Fence Weekly Sports Podcast. Uh, this one's going to be a little bit different, though, isn't it, mate? Oh, we're going to vent and bitch and moan. It's going to be like <laughs> the first couple of episodes we, I, I was doing when I was high as a kite after a couple of gummies and too many beers while recording. <laughs> no one was supposed to know that, but true, you think that would be... Yeah, yeah, you tricked me. You got me. Yeah, I, I couldn't pronounce both on Waker because I was too high. But, but look at you um, go! Look at you go now. I'm, I'm going to say this: good teams win series, great teams sweep. Fucking suck at New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where's your fucking spirit of fucking Sydney now, cuts? <laughs> Uh, I will put it explicit on the front of this episode before we kick off. Um, yeah, Can we name this diff- episode two fat guys, two fat guys fucking an entire state? We could. Because it's not on Pornhub yet, but whew, could be on there tomorrow morning. It probably will be. We will get to the sport. There, there is a little bit to talk about. We Obviously, we won Origin last night. That was lovely, but... I think the biggest talking point is the fact of our country currently and the fact that two of our biggest states are going back into full lockdown. Well, New South Wales is already in lockdown by a ton uh, and Melbourne, where you currently are, has gone into a five-day snap lockdown to end in Tuesday. A grain of salt of people sick in this country. Like, I'm going to start this off. When we go went to science at school, even if you went to a Catholic Christian school, you learned the basic rule of nature, survival of the fittest. What this virus is doing, yeah, it's a pessimistic view, irrealistic view, whatever you call it, is it's, your body is having to alter its immune system, DNA. It goes through history like we tra- our bodies have to change. We don't just stay the same fucking Neanderthal dragging his fucking knuckles around with his dick, dick on the ground. I'm letting we you go off. This is this is this is all you, mate, because I, I'm not. Like, this is the thing. I, I when we spoke earlier today, and like I was very I was hopeful. Be, okay, the premise is I'm meant to be in Brisbane tomorrow morning at midday for my best mate's bucks party. I've known since I was twelve. That the, yeah. Last week, I still had not booked a return flight because Melbourne decided Victoria decided Brisbane was a hotspot because of what ten cases in fourteen days. Mate, yes. you've got all you're learning is now is oh don't go out and breathe, don't go outside, don't breathe. Make sure you dob on someone, and um, for Christ's sake, don't touch anything. It's like going back to um, Meyer as a kid when you go with your mum walking through the expensive aisle. Put your hands in your yeah. pockets, you fucking clown. Yeah, I I've listened to other other pods and everything, and it like and all the all the pods I listen to are definitely sports related, but it's come to a head. And people are fucking over it. Yeah, it's we've we went through all this last year, and yeah. it's what like either it, just open the fucking have go full season, open it up. We're not a developing country. We don't live in a fucking um. Pop, everyone goes, oh, we don't want to become the next USA or fucking France or UK. Hey, look at their population density. The UK have fifty million people. We have twenty five. We have. Four or five times the size of landmass. Our most dense capital city is what Sydney. Fuck all compared to London. China. 
anywhere, anywhere in China or America, New York. Countries that are dense compared to us. I, we have one of the best medical, like, it's just fucking, the system is broken. In my mind, the system's broken from top to bottom. Government's fucking broken. We have too many baby boomer politicians too worried about their superannuation. They're in there, okay, for us, they've fucked the environment. They've fucked the housing market, job market, education system. They all got free university. Most of my friends are going to be paying hex debts. My girlfriend just paid off her hex debt and she didn't even graduate uni. That's taken her 10 years. It's like, it's completely broken. And then the, the credit system. We're going to be borrowing money continuously for the rest of our life because A, we can't afford to buy a house so we're going to have a million dollar mortgage in, in the next 10 years. Million dollar mortgage is going to be the next um, 500,000 mortgage. That's correct. The environment's fucked. So we're going to spend our generation, my kids' generation, my grandchildren's generation, they're going to be spent fixing it. Hopefully we, we stop the rot. It's like they're so worried about lining their back pocket in the thing. Media, they scaremonger. Oh, less the mutant, raping, pillaging Delta strain. How about we talk about the real statistic? There's been more suicides in this country in the last... 12, 18 months than um, COVID deaths. Um, mm. Over, I think the new statistic is one in t- every two people now suffer from mental illness. I'm mm. talking about mine. Mine's getting bad. I'm angry. I physically wanted to break something today because that's the only way I can communicate how I am now. It's exactly. like they're not – and I. so we have these Royal Commissions in banking, fuel, why not have one into the way the fucking media act? No, I agree. No, I, it's I'm. Un, un, everyone is looking after their own back pocket. It's all for the system's broken. But the worst thing is, there's no other better system in life because you know why? Communism. This might sound weird. Communism is the best political ideology, but it can't work because of greed, democracy. Same, can't work. Greed. Every system of governing is broken because of human nature of greed. Yeah. That's because no, you- let corporations make too many decisions behind closed doors. Now, this might sound like a fucking tinfoil man, but that's the truth. Hmm. No, no, there's a lot of truth to it, definitely. I like my prime example is obviously today our prime minister going on a commercial radio show and putting to bed a rumor of him shitting himself in a McDonald's in 1997. That was the top of his agenda today or yesterday or whenever he was on the radio. Right. No, nothing, not, nothing's working. It's, it's genuinely frustrating. Like as like, my biggest thing is like I want you to travel. Like you said, what you've cancelled five or six trips in the last eighteen months. I figured it out since I moved down to Melbourne, two thousand May twenty nineteen. I've had probably I've seen my best mate, who's our best mate, four times. I've seen you th- twice. I'd say um, twice maximum. Yeah, I haven't had an actual afternoon of having beers with a lot of my good friends because I kind of travel into my own home of state. I've got like, this is, and this will go into the whole thing of the vaccine. I don't, I'm not a fan of mandatory vaccinations. 
I think the vulnerable need to be vaccinated. I'm not an anti-vaxxer at all. I'm not going to spread, oh, it's going to fuck you up. Like, I, I have friends who are anti-vaxxers and they don't push their thing. That's their belief. But you have fucking idiots. I'm going to say, fucking Instagram influencers who will uh, bitch and moan and be absolute ignorant cunts. But then they'll throw, they'll be like, oh, the vaccine's so bad. But then they'll be standing up there in a picture of a bikini. Why? They're, tra- they're fucking clout chasing. They will, and then they'll put their, oh, Mr. Traveling, rah, rah, rah. They will be behind back closed doors getting their fucking vaccine so they can go off to Gallivant doing their tra- traveling. Exactly. Spread. Here is a common thing about this vaccination it is based off the SARS vaccination vaccine they've been working on 30 years. SARS kills more people than this thing over time. The Spanish flu in 1990 is still killing more people. That's killed more than AIDS, but we don't have a vaccine for it, but hey, we still open the borders. Exactly. Like, like, people need to learn to shut their fucking mouth unless they know what they're talking about. The amount of fucking rumours you hear, and this is another thing this, this virus is doing. It's broadening racism. Everyone's like, oh, I work with the guys like, oh, the fucking Indians, they're spreading. I was like, not really. You look in Sydney, privileged fucking white people spread it. Yeah. It's just fucking like, there's so much ignorance. Yeah. No, it's like you've, you've hit the nail on the head, essentially. Like you can <laughs> let entitled idiots manipulate everyone's thought. The way it goes is, okay, Kim, this is how I look at it. Kim Kardashian would say it, and then this fucking B-grade celebrity will say it, and then I say a Brisbane wannabe influencer will copy it, and she'll have, like, say, 10,000 followers, mostly idiot fucking boys who are trying to um, slide in their DMs. They'll think it, and they'll spread it around their idiot mates, and the next thing, the fucking bogan in um, Ipswich who smokes meth is like, oh, I'm not getting the vaccine because it's going to give me a third head. Mate, you put fucking buffs, you put rat sack in your fucking mouth. Shut the fuck yeah. up and roll your sleeve up and take the jab. Yeah. Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head there, mate. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm... I can't come from that angle. I, can, I can't come from your angle, obviously, being in Brisbane because it's been a completely different setup for the last year and a half. But it's it's definitely broken and it, it is a government thing. Like, it's been advertised and, it's, and it doesn't matter if you're what political side you're on. You just have to realize that this has to be sorted from a humanitarian side of things. Yeah. And and you're right on the point of saying mandatory vaccinations, like that's that's all well and good. If you don't want to get vaccinated, that's fine. That's your own belief. That's your own. As long as you do your correct research, talk to your GP, all that nonsense. You, I believe, okay, so I've, I've, if I had the choice, I wouldn't get the vaccine. And it's not because yeah. I don't believe it doesn't work. It, mm. I'd, I'm under the belief that I know my body will battle it and win because yeah. I'm healthy and there are but if it means I have to go get this jab so I can go see my nana fuck it I'll do, do it yeah exactly right like I I like in all honesty, I've got my first jab because of the industry I work in, and that they had extras. I'm also of the opinion I I would love to travel. Like I've got a I've got a family trip with my fiance and her family t- to go to Tasmania at the end of August, start of September. Currently, day to day, I'm looking at these exposure sites and making sure that we're in a position to do that. But even so. 
Oh, we're in Brisbane. Her family's in central Queensland currently. They'd be able to fly to Tasmania, no questions asked, whereas we'd have to go on quarantine for 14 days in Tassie if we travelled. Like, that's the current system. It's, yeah, I, I, it's definitely broken. I was talking to a brother. I said, why well, have seven umbrellas um, when the rain's still going to get in through the gaps? Why hasn't mm. someone just in federal government said, hey, WA, South Australia, Victoria, New South Wales, Queensland, Northern Territory, Tassie, sit the fuck down. We're just going to go under the one umbrella, the one exactly. definition. Yeah. If she disappeared, this is what you do. This is the steps. But no, yeah. we have seven different fucking people having a dick swinging measure in competition at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think it was summed up definitely in the, this afternoon's presser with Dan Andrews. Where like he was asked about what Gladys Berejiklian said today in her press conference about some, something to do something to do how Victorians handled something and she said that's not going true. He literally come back and said like this afternoon in a question he's like it's not my place to say how we're going against another state. I'm more worried about what I need yeah, to do. He, he's a fucking idiot. He's like yeah, I, and I, I know I know your I know your he, points on him. He what this whole thing has done is not one of these. Not one of our leaders has put their hand up and said, "Hey, guys, I've made a mistake." What have you? What are you? What's the first thing you're taught when you go to school or something? When you get in trouble, you're taught accountability. Accountability, yeah. Not one of these people who get paid quite well have put their hand up and said, "Hey, guys, I've made a mistake. I'm doing what I can to fix this." Dan Andrews is hot. Has hid behind fifteen people, a bloody commission, and everything. And him and his fucking dick lips Sutton, mate, have still not put their hand up and said, hey, that hotel quarantine, that hotel snafu last year, that was our fault. He said the buck will stop with me. He has, still has not fucking owned up to it. He will dance around that question every time. But yeah. the problem is, the opposition leader probably won't do it either. This is where the whole system is broken. There is no room for a politician under the age of 35 in this country. No. Because why? We're not going to get in because the parties won't let out it. Um, the ageing population won't vote for someone who's not going to benefit their pension, tax tax breaks and all that. Yeah. They're not. They're, not, they're, they're looking at the short term, whereas we'd be term. looking at more of the long term. Yeah. That's, that's why I don't understand the whole point my my belief I is to, I just don't. I'm I, put my hand up. I refuse to vote now. Yeah. And this is my. I wrote. I wrote it to the electoral commission of Victoria. I will not vote because my views aren't carried by any of the party things. So why waste my vote hmm. on someone who doesn't have any forward thinking? Yeah. Exactly right. Like. A term of a of a politician, either prime minister or. Um, or premier is three to four years, depending on what that term is or where they are. I think it's I think it's all in line now with four years. But even so, four years and then another party comes in and they have completely different view to everything. Like I, I've never really understood it. I just, it is what it is. It's so sh- it's ter- it's terrible to say that, Like it is what it is because that's the- that's not doing anything. So. This one thing, all these anti-vaxxers and other idiots thinking about the thing, they all quote these weird, th- weird quotes in history. There's one thing that all these people miss. There is an actual quote in the Geneva Convention that was written after World War II that says, you cannot be held against your will if you're fit and, fit and healthy. Hmm. 
Yeah. What we've done in the last 18 months as a country has broken the Geneva Convention by yeah. unlawfully locking up people in their houses against their will. Hmm. And now I can understand why I'm openly, I'll put my hand up. I'm going to go surfing outside my five kilometer radius over the weekend. And what my argument is to the police, fuck it, find me. I'm doing this for my mental health. You got a problem That's with me? A, that you're denying me a basic human right of exercising my mental health. Yeah. Yeah, it hasn't been a good day, like, on all fronts. Yeah, it's overshadowed a great win by the boys last night. <laughs> all right. We've gone for close to 17 minutes. So shall we, we shall we shall we move on to the? Can sport? we go to the Queensland Circle, Joe? <laughs> yeah. Queensland, Queensland, Queensland. <laughs> right. So, if you were living under a rock, Queensland did take out Game Three last night, twenty get twenty points to eighteen at Seabus Super Stadium on the Gold Coast. The that Hammer scored. The Boston Strangler. Yeah, that hot mic by Joey was very <laughs> very bad. Fucking, that's a great one liner. If anyone but, missed I, it, so Lockie had to, gloves on and stuff, and Joey's mic was still on, and jo- Joey goes, "Oh, look, guys, it's the Boston Strangler." Great one liner, great humor. What's wrong with a bit of humor? But hey, the PC culture. Woo. <laughs> I I found it quite funny, but I can definitely understand why they were wearing those gloves due to the bloody the, yeah. the restrictions currently with health and whatnot. So, um. Ten minutes to go, I was in the same mindset as I was last year in Game 3 at Suncorp. I was near panic attack mode because of I could honestly feel the Blues coming back and they all had a roll on until they fucking took that penalty and they and Latrell thought he could kick at 50. Hey, good on him, but... Like, I, I like I the I said it in a group chat. I was like, the fucking balls on this bloke. Yeah. I, if he kicks he it, that's himself. huge. Like, as Freddie said, we didn't back ourselves to get the try. Latrell put his hand up. You can't ever be angry at someone like that. I think he got fucking robbed of man in the series. I'm ag- I'm agreeing with you there. I feel like he did a he did a lot more in game if three to really warrant him. His statistics over everything bar meters is better than Trevojevic. and useful too. Like he he showed up in different spots during the game. His only flaw, like he came out today and said the reason for the niggle and all that bullshit after certain things. Like one who's not in blue, mate. Yeah. Welcome to Queen. Welcome to playing at Suncorp Stadium next year because you're going to cop a fucking barrage. He 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 got overshadowed though. He got absolutely jammed by the man in the match of of the game, Ben oh. Hunt. Hunty was unbelievable oh. last night. Ball man or big man? That is the best port in the world. Yeah, he this that was glaringly so bad that Greeny did not pick in game one. And did not put him on until late in game two. Like that, he was the difference last night. And I think, I think after he's finished this game, we go your hypotheticals for next year because I feel like you, oh, you, you have a lot. You have a lot of takes that we've I, been talking about, and I feel like you need to share them. Yeah, I just think like we shot like AJ Brimson is now an Origin player in my mind. He's number fourteen. He has to be in the squad some way. Yes, no, I agree with you there. Um, he showed did it, did something it, did that it, Michael Morgan showed. He showed what yes. Michael Morgan showed, Berrigan and Cooper Cronk showed. Hart. He will play exactly. out of position plays, guts out. One early mistake, which I can definitely understand, that's fine, but he shut down Travoy Rich. Mm. Basically, legs tackles all the time. He's he stopped a mortgage him. on that 
set a spot for a while until we develop <laughs> one game. He was good. He was good. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not knocking you. What? I'm going to give. I'm going to give you. I've got a left center. I'm going to. I'm going to give you the flowers, yes. as as the kids say these days. You you did call for him early on. Speed kills. He speed. got his stuff. Exactly. Speed kills. I've always said that is one of my number one saying is speed kills, whether that is football or drugs. doesn't matter. Now. I've never done speed. This episode is just written off. Who cares? Um, he was fantastic. De- try and debut. Same for Appy Coruscant. Like I'm a big fan of deb- debutants getting tries on debut. It's huge. It's it's good. It's good going. Um Kalen Ponga was a difference maker too. He was he was so good last oh, night for him us. Him running the ball back, it helps. That, from what Kalen Ponga showed, Val Holmes needs to look at that and say that's how far I'm away from being a representative fullback. But he, that's the thing. I don't. I can't see. Like our Val argument Holmes has always a been. Fullback. No, he's not. He's a fullback at club level. He's a he's a he's a rep winger, I and that's nothing to. Nothing be shy. Ponga will overtake Tedesco. Ponga has something Tedesco doesn't have. <laughs> We're definitely on that 24-hour buzz. No, no. This this isn't the thing. Ponga has something Tedesco and Travois just don't have. Passing game. Go on. I, I feel like Travoyevich has that in his game, though. But he doesn't have the passing game to a point. Ponga, as we know, played rugby union. And everyone in the back line has to know how to pass properly. Oh, definitely. Like he yeah. he throws the crispest of flat balls, it's great. Yeah. Um, that's that's before, the difference between that's where Ponga will overtake those two eventually. Yeah. Now like, obviously we're happy with all those, but there was a couple of blokes I thought were very average. One being the bloke that's heading to Storm, Xavier Coates. Like I think ever since I, he signed I, that I, contract I something up that I I didn't I didn't when he runs the ball back. Too high when he yeah he runs too high. You see him get yeah. picked up. Yeah, no, I think ever since he signed that contract with Melbourne for two years elsewhere. back, yeah, he's he, the confidence has gone down. Like he had every physical advantage over Toto in the air. Mm. If he caught if he caught each one, he would have scored every oh, time. Like. Yeah. That's all it was. It's just a confidence thing. And hopefully, this is what I'm hoping for. He goes to Melbourne. Mel- Bellamy does a number, and he comes back in Origin next year and absolutely kills it. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Um, other than well, that, other I, than that, I think DCE is. He's he's gone. Like he, that speech. Now the that argument was a there loses speech. That one. Even so, though, he was getting booed by the crowd, which apparently was more New South Wales and Queensland, no, which is fine. Targeted about how he dogs it. I've heard the series. He's more targeted about his backflip on um, the on, Gold Coast. Still boo him over that. Yeah, well, that was shit anyway. Yeah. But regardless, like as your captain and number seven, he went missing. He went yeah. missing all se- like that's the thing. Ben Hunt, who was playing hooker, was dro- driving the team more than DCE. Mm. DC Munster's game man. very 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 different like there was definitely times during last last night plus also during the series where if a ball did not go to Munster but it went to Cherry Evans like he overrided the call Munster was fuming because obviously he'd seen something that could have been yeah. on not executing correctly and who knows what that might that have been that was probably that cheap shot Munster said after game two. Oh yeah 
either I way, I just I, I think I think his his race has been run. Definitely his be origin season. He's our bench. Like you, Frank we, we still cemented a spot on the bench. He's had a great debut season. The reason, like, we're forgetting that Lindsay Collins will be back next year from an ACL, so that's I'll another big in for us. Bring that, red, oh. bring that, bring that angry redhead back. Exactly. Like you got Lindsay Collins in the side. You got Christian Welsh, who could be potentially a captain on our eyes. He's my captain. The he's so good. The press conference last Friday proved that he's a captain. Oh he's yeah. The group of the Storm for a reason. Yeah, no, he, he's a smart footballer. For for a prop forward too, he's a very smart man. He's great. It's great smart to see. My captain for this series was obviously Hunt. He was shown after game two, and it was shown last night. Like the speech with Smithy with Hunty last night. Like as soon as Welsh gave that penalty away, Ben Hunt said, "I fucking hate you." Our back ends were hanging out, but God, we got the job done. Yeah. Like that's a captain. That is a dead set captain in a fucking yep. heartbeat. And I'm 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 all for it. Now this is. Like we were talking about it, like DCE gone, he goes to seven easily, and then you got Grant Mahoney that you can fight it out for. Yeah, I'd let them play as for it. I that means we miss Brimson, but but that, that but is a that's one-two punch you can't argue on. You, you you do have that flexibility with Brimson that could slot in similar to what Kalen Ponga did, what Kronk did, what Morgan Michael Morgan did. I'm like, not um, golf on, so if you hear any noise in the background, hey. Oh yeah, the open started. Fantastic. Um like last night what like I said it I said it beforehand, I said if we get beaten three nil, I'm not gonna be as devastated as I have been over like times where we have lost two one. Like if that makes any sense. Mm, yeah, no, I, uh, like I but it was Oh, John Ryan. Um, even through six, hard course. Um, but yeah, I like, was. When Latrell scored that first try, I was like, oh, here we go again. I was like, oh, just kiss goodbye, another 50 to the first try score. Yeah. So oh. last night? Hold on. You there? We're not recording. Yeah, yeah, no, we're recording. Yeah, we're there. good. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened Sorry, there. Okay. Hold on. Um, I'll stop my view. But yeah, I, I, I had that same feeling. I thought as soon as they scored that try, it's just floodgates. We're good to go. Like, yeah. I'm but, happy. I, like, I don't mind if we lose, but if we keep losing, like, absolutely 50 point games, it's not going to be fun to watch. No. I'm, I'm going to put my hand out and say, do we bring Joe Arrow back? Or yeah, we, we well, we, did we record when that happened or no? I think we all recorded nah, earlier than no, that. No, no. Yeah. I still think that he was just trying to rally some team morale with a couple of Johnny Rippers in there. <laughs> it, to be honest, every single camp, like every single lead up to each game was farcical in a way. There was something yeah. that was happening. There was injuries. There's obviously the race what. The the Reese Walsh uh, bringing him in game two like there was a lot like it felt like there was a lot of onus and focus outside of the actual games themselves for Queensland this this year and I don't know if that was what Green wanted like hypothetically you said that you think Wayne's coming in so this is my theory so it's been there I didn't know about this but there's rumours around that Wayne will come back in. 
next year. I I did this as my theory. Wayne Bennett wants to coach again in Brisbane. He won't yep. be at the Broncos. No. The 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 word is that he'll be at um, the new Brisbane club. That's correct. He is max away from next year. Yeah. So he'll if want that. he'll yeah he'll want a, he'll wanted something to fill the time in between because he can't coach, but he can still work on the back of the thing. Yep. Queensland need to build a succession plan on coaching. Billy Slater right. wants to do it. So Billy Slater could be our next Mel Meninga. Like, very tactically genius, better tactically genius than that. So my theory is you bring back Wayne for one, maybe two series, Billy serves an apprenticeship under him. But Billy still keeps the back room of Neil Henry and all that. Rah, rah, rah. You bring Cam Smith in as the Andrew Johns type um, consultant, which I think Cam Smith will end up probably doing that. I even think Cooper Cronk will end up coming coming in as a consultant as well. That'd be interesting, especially that dynamic of those three. But yeah, go on. Like they're three brilliant football minds, and you add Jonathan Thurston, who he sees the game differently to those three. I I I'm of the opinion that I feel like Thurston is the same as Lockyer, where they are a better player than they would be a coach in a way, if that makes sense. I like think, they're more – they're think, more. Thurston um, be more of like a – he's a more of a man manager. I, I Yeah, I know. I agree with that. I think that – I think a lot of – I think I think a lot of those blokes definitely could be. I think I think you'd, you're right in the sense that Billy and Kronk would be a bit more – Yeah, and yeah, I, I think – He's a great physical – a great um, tactician. So yeah. Wayne will tr- teach Billy how to man-manage egos and all that. But in that yeah. same sport, you are bringing in three, four guys who bleed Maroon. They'll bring through the um, – they'll bring, they'll bring the right um, character in, the no-dickhead policy. But in the same way, all these upcoming players are going to be the ones that, hey, during our decade of dominance – they were looking up at him. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't. I don't mind the theory. Like I agree with it in most senses. I just don't think Wayne's coming back to that to Origin. I, I can just, I, like one season. I think it'd be a one season gig. Yeah, I don't. So it's actually, I just, I, it's, it's well known. Paul Green is shopping himself around. I think he'll end up becoming an assistant. He'll be an assistant of the Roosters next year. I think this series is definitely proven he's tactically nowhere near he needs to be for an NRL coach. Yeah, I think he'll. I think he will end up going back to um, the Roosters as an assistant under Robinson. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, uh, it's a very tricky one. I felt like if we lost last night, there would definitely be wholesale changes. The win definitely masks over a lot of fat. It's similar to how the Broncos were when we made the finals in 2019, even though we got poleaxed in the first round. Yeah. It gave Seabold a bit of extra rope. It was the same for Green when he won- He got to the grand final in 2017. That gave him extra rope, a lot longer than he what he should have had. But I don't know. I, I like. There's definitely players that I feel like are on the outer for next year. Like DC is big number one for me. For at least Kafusi had a very. Te- I didn't think he rated quite well. He had a good game last night, but yeah. overall, he he was he wasn't up to scratch. He was definitely getting pummeled. Um, I, yeah, I think. But yeah, but the problem is we don't have Felice Kafusi. You can't exactly replace a player in Felice. I don't think David. I don't think David Feeder's 
ready for Origin still. No, I think I think I, I think if you give him a bit still. of a, I, you, you give him a bit of urgency next year, where he could be potentially starting second row with Capewell, I think that'll give him a bit of an ass kicking. But yeah, I think he needs to like. I think he needs to mature more as a footballer. There's a lot of pressure on him, so let him find his own game. Yeah, exactly right. No, I agree with that. Ponga is definitely the fullback for a long time, but and then Reese Walsh is like we have three great fullbacks. That's something we haven't had for a, like we have three yeah. genuine playmaking fullbacks ready to go. Yeah, it's it's, it's like I'm not overly bleak about the future. Like, we got plenty we, co- we're not that far away from him. No, it, exactly. I think we like, just met New South Wales at their peak, and they they're actively thinking they're the greatest. Like they got that co- they got that cocky arrogance. This time next year, Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary can't be in the same form they are now. It'd be I'd be very surprised if they were, but yeah. at the same at the same time, I can definitely see Penrith being a vac- absolute powerhouse next year too. I can see them folding after what's going to happen <laughs> in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> no, I, that's not me because I hate Penrith. That's just generally because they've got a shit a lot of fucking work to. They're losing. They'll, they'll be losing players over the off season too. So, yeah. and they'll they'll definitely be um, a bit of a turnover with that I team. Think Brian so. Toto's about to be found out. You reckon Toto's going to be found out? I don't. The meters will still be there, but you, sooner or later, teams are just going to figure it out. They, they already know to bomb him, and yeah. the plan will be executed. You can't. Um, Tommy Trevojevic. He won't be. He can't be this reign of form for the rest of your career, unfortunately. <laughs> you just ragging on New South Wales now. No, I'm go not on, ragging. Like, no, go on, go on, go. He's like thing. Latrell, I think, is going to still be. Latrell's building into something special. Oh, definitely. Like you said it before. I feel like he got. I feel like he got robbed last night. I think um, he's been t- painted. Oh, painted with a bad. Um, tied with a bad brush. Oh, definitely. No, he. When something goes, when, yeah. When something goes wrong, like even like even with that quote saying he doesn't, if you're not in blue, I don't respect you. That kind of shit. Like he does carry on on the field, but at the same time, he he has got the ability to do that yeah. because of how well he plays. He walks the walk. He talks the talk and walks the walk. The however, however, when he becomes a mental midget and oh, drops yeah. his it's bundle, yeah, yeah, Josh, I'm happy with that. This could be a big call. I don't think Josh Ayukar could make the Origin team next year. Who's taking his spot, though? I reckon um, Charlie Staines. He's not in four. Uh, y- 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 yeah, okay. I'm going to clip this and I'll, I'm going to remember no, this. Not, so, I, he's been, he's on the back end of very good Melbourne back line. True. He's going to a Penrith team who won't have a genuine half combination, I, I don't believe. No. Right. He's gonna have. He's not gonna have Justin Ol- a Justin Olm type center helping him. He could have a Nick Cotrix. What Cotrix end up? He's another <laughs> one who got had a good run. Like this is the thing. New South Wales are already predicting their deck. Paul Gallon's like, oh, we're in a dynasty right now. Mm, Gal, one year. One year. Like, yes, you've won three out of the four. You won one in the last ten seconds. Yeah. You lost to a poor, a lot poorer Queensland team than last night's one. Yeah. Like, come on, Dale. 
whatever you're smoking, get off the old <laughs> bath salts. I definitely think that's the boxing talking. Yeah. But that's all right. I think I think that's enough here's origin another, talk. Here's another conspiracy in sport. Bryson DeChambeau <laughs> is on roids. Oh, no, we're not jumping into that. We're not going down that rabbit hole. And what, what's with his um, taxi driver? Oh, he hit it into the rough. Shame. <laughs> all right, enough origin talk. That's origin for this year. At least this time we've got 12 months. Like the turnaround was way too quick this year, so Origin's done, we, which is good. We had bad luck with injuries, finally. But that's, but but that but that's that's the that's the whole thing of Origin is like you got to yeah. put your best team forward and just deal with it. And yeah, we did we did last night, which was what mattered. Prepare for uh, the should, worst and plan for the best. We should probably talk about the current situation in the NRL. Um, Obviously, with lockdown happening in New South Wales, it was decided upon, I think it was on Sunday night. Oh. Uh, I think it was 10 of the teams, 10 or 11 of the teams had to relocate to Queensland in three hubs, one on the Co- Sunshine Coast, one on Brisbane, and one on the Gold Coast. Uh, as of this afternoon, with the snap lockdown in Melbourne, uh, the Melbourne Storm had to quickly dash up to Queensland. I think they're back up on the Sunshine Coast to their regular hub between waters. Uh, so that scrapped uh, Melbourne's homecoming on Saturday night at Amy Stadium against the Knights. So uh, is Magic round for four weeks, essentially in the southern que- southeast Queensland. Uh, there's a doubleheader on Sunday. Uh, yeah, I- I'm... I am gutted. I am genuinely gutted for you. Because I was looking forward to it. I was going to get as blind as a bat and a heckle. Exactly. Like, that would have been Penrith Warriors into Brisbane Tigers. Like, that oh, would have been a Penrith? hell of a- oh. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, you've been fucking blind. I was around all night. But it's... It's only week. It's going week by week currently. Like I think there's a double header on Friday at the Gold Coast. I think might be another double header Saturday at the Coast. I'm not too sure. Uh, Sun Suncorp's going to be an absolute sandpit after the Rugby Union Test on Saturday night into to double header oh, on yeah, Sunday. Sunshine Coast Stadium should have some games this weekend. Yeah, I think I haven't looked at the draw. Like that's the thing. Like with everything happening in the last couple of days, I've really taken focus off the actual football. Like I haven't drawn up the draw, haven't looked at the lines or anything because obviously it kicks off yeah. t- tomorrow night. So I think with this week, going to give give this one a scratch. Um, but yeah, all teams currently, I think it's a minimum of four weeks, potentially up to two months to finish the season in Southeast Queensland. Um, there'll be a lot of football going on here, which is okay for the people up here. Hopefully, this the Melbourne lockdown is only for five days, so you can actually do a, you can be able to come up to Queensland. You might be able to do a sneaky, sneaky trip up, but uh, it's, it, I, I was of the opinion that I think if Ma- the Sydney was going to go the way they have been going, I thought the comp was going to be called off after straight after Origin. I had a ink, I had an honest inkling that. It should have been called off, but I just don't think the NRL has the financial capabilities to call off the comp again. I think they're in I, dire straits. I think they did the right thing. I, I I believe they've done the right thing by moving the shifting the whole comp up to southeast Queensland, where there's been minimal to no cases. Yeah. Like obviously we've been okay, we've been dealing with it. Um, I just yeah, I just don't know. Like when you have a majority of your team, it's similar to the AFL last year when they just shifted everything. I just don't know if that was the right call, but I, I suppose now knowing what we're dealing with and 
the type of security and biosecurity bubble they have, it made sense to continue the comp, even if it was for the next ten, or next ten or nine rounds. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's just. It's just. I don't know. It's just always weird at the moment. It's just such a weird, weird time. Beer's, yeah. beer's good, though, so that's all good. Beer's good. I'm going to probably just gamble Actually, you- like a ton this weekend. I'm, I'm going to gamble my drinking money for the weekend all weekend. <laughs> well, you, you're stocked up with beer, aren't you? Oh, mate, I've got beer coming out of the wazoo. Like, it's, not, <laughs> it's not like uh, Bridge Road's a fucking desert. Yeah. Might go for a gen- I might go for a general walk by, via the pub and go get a couple of takeaway beers and just walk along the road. Hey, pub Why not? Hey, you get pulled over, fuck it, you lock me out of the pub. Yeah, that's but, it. Uh, yeah, it's just... It's just a weird... It's just a, it's such just a weird a time. fuck. <laughs> it really is. Actually, no, before we finish, because we're... Well, we've done 40 oh, also, odd minutes. We can talk about how I had a fucking blowout of golf the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I walked 18 holes. Don't mind walking. Flight course, I'm really good walking. Like, trying to, like, keep your shit together. Oh, the last four holes were up and down, up and down. Oh, my legs got tighter. I hit it into it. So, oh, story was, my driver for the first time in my life was fucking on fire. I was hitting 250, 260 on the drive every time. But then, my second, third, fourth shot was shit. Putts were one, <laughs> two, one, two putts. That's about normal for... Uh, Half, half shit house golfer, but oh, <laughs> my, as you you played with me before, the half decent thing in my game is my short game. Very true. It's been a I while, actually, but yes, very true. I can do chips, flop shots, all that. Could not hit, hit a flop shot to save my life. <laughs> Knifed everything. Oh, butter but knives! The story is like on the seventeenth hole, my bad drive puts me in the shit rough. Go out there, hit it out. It's like grass if you hit it the ball sinks <laughs> I had eight shots couldn't get it out had the th- ninth rolled it down into the second one by the time I got to the tenth I had ten shots on a path wall which is, means it's a scratch hole correct picked it up and walked <laughs> uh, if you ever if if you ever play a course your home track of Nambour holy shit that's oh, a no, hilly that's course a oh that's you don't you don't walk that Oh, I did, and it wasn't fun. That's for sure. Nah, it's. I imagine playing that in summer in a Queensland um, Sunday on a Sunday midday February. Yeah, it wouldn't be fun. Even when the cart is this hot, hot course. It is. We should probably also talk about how much of a wagon the fucking boomers are at the moment, leading into the uh, Olympics. Wins galore. It's good to see they had um. Good win against Nigeria. They beat the Dream Team by a good couple, actually. It was about seven or eight points. Oh, yeah. How good was that? And they they flogged, um, what are we called? Algeria, yeah. Nigeria, not Algeria. Algeria. (laughs) Mate, you're making me sound like a racist. But even so, the funny thing after that was the uh, Nigerian Twitter account after the game was like final, but then the, the graphic was it doesn't matter. Mm. I love that. I love that. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, we'll see you in the Olympics. It should be fine. That's actually next week. Did you know that? Yeah, eight days. Can't wait. Oh, get excited. Yeah, definitely. Got we've got some, we, 
we've got. I'll tell you what, we've got a few chances for goal. We've definitely got the Matildas, uh, the 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 women's rugby sevens. We've also got surfing in the mix this year too. Mm. So. Uh, It'd be interesting to see. Obviously, we're a chance in the pool. Obviously, we've got some great hopefuls there. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'll watch the Olympic. It's on the same time zone as us this time, which is good. At yeah. least we can watch them within our time. I think the the best one, best Olympics I've ever watched is probably the Vancouver Winter Olympics in 2010. Oh yeah, because that, that, that was that yeah. was that was that was morning stuff. So. Ice hockey, snowboarding. That was that was peak. That was that very was, very yeah. good. Um, what I love the swimming, like the swimming's my favorite. I kind of drift off after athletics. Yeah, I like. I I will probably tune in definitely for the hundred meter final for both men's and women's this year. Two hundred meters even plus the relays, like it's just electric. Yeah, but yeah, it's um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, de- definitely another like more sport on the box. We can't really complain, can we? Nah, can never complain. But yeah, it's just. Like, as we go back to the start of the pod, like, just sort your shit out, government. <laughs> figure it out. Fucking figure it out, you cunts. <laughs> oh, right. 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 We might wrap it up then. Yeah. We've had a bit of a... We've, we've got it off our chest. Nothing but positive vibes going forward. Oh, yeah. I'm just trying to cancel my flight so I can get some money back at least. Yeah. Well, that would be an ideal thing. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll finish it up there. Thanks again for listening, guys. Bit of a different one tonight, uh, today. Whenever you're listening to it, if you haven't done so already, I most most of everybody's done it. Go subscribe, enjoy um, enjoy my seventeen right Even share it, like share it amongst the people. Like, let's see if someone actually wants to argue me, with me on my back because I will argue black and blue. You got I don't time. U- I don't usually get in arguments until I know I can win. <laughs> you know when and, you can punch down. Yeah, like. <laughs> That's the thing. A lot of people take me as stupid and like I don't understand a lot of things. Quite good in history and quite knowledgeable. So don't fucking pick a fight with someone you you judge as a bogan. <laughs> uh, right. We'll finish it up there anyway. Thanks again for listening, guys. We will, we, will, we will be back next week after the first round of Magic Round here at the NRL. Uh, we'll touch on some NBA. We might actually we we'll touch on the NBA next week. Obviously, that series might still be going, might be finished. But yeah, I think that will wrap that up. Yeah. Anything else, mate? No, all good, guys. Just stay safe. Stay woke. That's it. Don't say don't say too woke that you believe fucking idiots. Yeah. And there you go. The truth is between the, a good lie and the, the real truth is between the um, hard truth and a good lie. Very true. It's a good way to end it, mate. We'll finish it up there. Thanks again for listening, also, guys. We'll Kyle Potter, we're a Carl Palmer podcast now. He's um, a patient <laughs> of the Goosey. Gorgeous man. Also, good, good. Uh, he's a barber of the uh, delicious dessert bowl. He did a great job on Brimo's hair. Oh, that was funny. Great haircut. God damn it. So bad. Right. We'll finish it up there. Thanks again for listening, guys. We will be back next week. Uh, until then, stay safe. Uh, go to... Stay positive, test negative. Talk to you later.